This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nom.com, and if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to Nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fair meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anomalous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens, then I started rolling my own with, with the flower, then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and also our sister website because it's so big. There's so much business. We had to open up another website, Blooms Hemp, B-L-O-O-M-Z Hemp.com. You can get wax dabs, pre-roll flour, capsules. You can get the cigarettes. You can get the pre-rolled blunts. You can get the the vape cartridges. You can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch. You can get the, uh, the the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system. It's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer with THC infused in it. This stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure, lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Bloom's Hemp. On with the show. going on everybody it's another episode of the often imitated never duplicated voices of misery podcast and of course i am one half your dynamic duo the nerds i'm the nerd and you are and this is the first time in 2024 that we're going to be putting our voices to all the people's ears out there happy new year to you how the hell are you doing all right welcome to 2024 does it feel any different to you no feels just like 1996 1997 1982 it's it's just another year same old shit 
You're putting lipstick on a pig at this point. It's just another fucking year, man. And I'm ready. It's going to be a crazy one. It's going to be the uh, election year. So, you know, shit's going to go down. They're going to pull a lot of crazy stuff out this year. We might not even make it to December at this rate. Everybody's going crazy in the world. But we're here to make sure you guys stay grounded. <coughs> Let's get on into it here. What the hell have you been up to? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Haven't how watched your, anything. Nothing. Uh, how were your fireworks last night? Did you sleep good? We don't hear them. We I heard we have, they were fucking loud. We have fans. We don't hear them at night. Oh no, no, I know we're sleeping, but <clears throat> they were shooting. Oh, beforehand, yeah. I, I, I don't pay attention though. I don't, I don't go out and watch them or anything. Hmm. But I don't know. At least no mess in our freaking yard this year. It did stink though. You were saying it was smelling yeah, it like really so bad. bad. Yeah. It smells so bad. Some, someone close by was definitely doing them. I don't know who, but ugh, I hate that smell. Well, there's like a couple partiers on this block. Every time they have the fireworks, anytime there's an excuse to shoot fireworks off, they got the like half the neighborhood is on our block. That's the only thing they do. Yeah. They don't give out candy to the kids, but they will shoot fireworks all fucking night long because, <laughs> and drink because it, it's for them. Mm-hmm. It shows how fucking selfish people are, right? You have a holiday where kids come around, you can't even buy one little bag of candy, but you can spend thousands of dollars on fucking shitty fireworks to go just cause havoc and keep everyone up all night. But you can't do one nice thing for someone else, you know? Because that's all about you, of course, and your good time. I digress. I'm, uh, I don't know, man. It's just another fucking year. I don't really care either way. I'm just ready to get this thing rolling here and see what the hell 2024 yeah, like got for us. Yeah. Who cares? Exactly. It's just a fucking day. It's actually, it's actually worse than a birthday for me because this one, I don't see why we have to. I, I just don't get it. There's so many things I don't understand with the whole celebratory uh, holiday. It's just another day, but yet we have to act like, you know, things got to shut down early. You got to have a day off of work with holiday pay. And it's like, why? For, why for New Year's? I don't get it. It's just a turning. It's just, it's just a number changing. That's all it is, essentially. Nothing else changes in your life, but it is what it is, man. So You don't want to go to the bar and party? No. <laughs> Did you ever do the New Year's thing? God, no. No. No? Absolutely not. That's, no. When I was younger, I would stay up and watch it on TV or something, but, I mean, even that's boring. Yeah. I don't care for the music anymore. I, like, it's just, like, no. It's not for me. You didn't want to see... Uh, Andy Cohen get fucking drunk last night because I'm sure I'm drunk. sure he did every year it's a fucking I almost said something horrible there but that piece of shit him and Andrew or whatever the fuck is his name uh, I know there was an article saying like the, the other guy do with the white hair the like five that? best moments of, of the night for for them I, I didn't read the article though I, I didn't watch yeah. but uh, I don't know Andy That's Cohen fine. and the other guy I can't think of his fucking name he's the other CNN guy the dude with the white hair he's had white hair since he was born the fucking idiot. The fucking gay guy he's um, married to. You know the fuck um, I'm talking about. Yeah, I, why can't I think of he's his a, name because now? Because who watches that fucking... No one watches that. They don't even know their fucking names. The only reason Anderson? Why, Anderson it, Cooper. There yeah, you go. Anderson okay. Cooper. There you go. <laughs> who, who, whoever the top is in that relationship, because the guy who gets all fucking flamboyant is definitely the bottom. Oh, for God's but, you know, sakes. But, you know, he was up to some stupid shit last night, and that's what people stay up for, and... You know, there was a fucking horrible story that I got later on about what happened last night. And one of our favorite states to talk about, of course, I'm sure you can guess which one that is, Illinois, New York, you know, I'm seeing the ones that have all the crazy shit going down. People just can't have a good time. And that's another reason why I don't like these holidays, because you encourage a lot of people to get together. And you know what happens when you get a lot of people together, you know, it's always a fucking disaster. And last night was no exception. Have you been watching anything interesting off my coattails? 
Fuck off, dude. Have you been riding my coattails? And, and I watched it first, so you're right. Basically, you're riding mine. I mean, this was a while ago, and, and, and you gave <laughs> up, and, I'm, and then I finally start watching it, and then you're like, oh, let me hop on the gravy train here, and here you are. <laughs> yeah, in the middle of season three of One Tree Hill now. I would ask you what you thought about it, but it doesn't, because you've already done this yeah. a couple of months ago, so it doesn't It is interesting watching it a second time, though. Yeah. I bet you catch things, right? Yeah. No, well, I, like, I, I rewatched the first season, and yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot about this!" Or, "Oh, that's why they did this." Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else you've been watching besides that? Because because I'm going to be reviewing that. Doesn't make sense for us um, both to review it. I watched a little bit on Hulu. They have like ten, ten episodes of um, Rewind the '90s, and I watched a few of those episodes. That's right. How was that? Pretty good. Mm. I did sleep through two of them. So. Well, I took a, a nap the other day. That wasn't because the show was bad. No, I, I was just so freaking tired mm-hmm. that I, I took a nap. So I did sleep through two of the episodes. I'll have to go back and, and watch. But it was good. It was a lot about uh, TV shows and, and like music and stuff. And I, I saw that um, Max has one on the 80s. Ooh, really? So... That may be a. I didn't see. I didn't watch there. a preview or anything, so I don't know mm-hmm. how good that one will be. But like, I, I'm watching the '90s one now on, on Hulu. But that's a, that's about it. I haven't really watched anything else. That would I, be a hell of a debate. Which one's better, '80s or '90s? Yeah, there is a something that's supposed to come on Max today, and I've, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for it, and it's not on there. So I'm assuming it's supposed to come on maybe tonight. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, oh? Curious case of Natalia Grace, I think, was the original documentary. <clears throat> and then right, today, for that, right? yeah, which I watched. I watched all those episodes, and then today, it's they're supposed to release uh, Natalia Speaks, which is her side of the story. And that was the one about the midget, uh, the dwarf. Yeah, who they said wasn't a dwarf, and they were trying to say she was an adult. And yeah, blah 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 blah. blah. She was living it, alone. It was really interesting. Um, so I, I'm waiting for that to drop so I can watch that. And it's all over the place. Like, seriously, today and yesterday when I was trying to look for, you know, stuff to talk about here, it was just spoilers all over the place. And I'm like, I don't want to read any of the shit because apparently it aired on, like, regular TV. Yeah. It just hasn't been put on the app yet. So I haven't read any of that stuff, but I'm getting aggravated. So they need to hurry up and drop the episodes. <laughs> just watch it. Because that case, that was fucked up. You were all into that one. I remember you reviewed the first the, part of it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it, that was riveting. Fucked up. That, that riveting story. Situation. No, well, it's weird. She had her own well, it's apartment. It's crazy. They adopted her and then yeah. they tried saying that she was a freaking adult. And they gave her her own place, right? She was yeah. living alone and like there was a neighbor she, that was... She had talking. an apartment and like... She was asking neighbors for help in the apartment, right? Like, hey, can you help me? I'm a kid. Then they said that she was... That she threatened to kill them with a knife and she was doing yeah. like all these crazy things and I'm like, what the fuck? And then the dad on there was a freaking lunatic. Like, yeah. over overacting... It was just, oh, he was ridiculous. Yeah, I remember something vaguely about <clears throat> that you were showing me. Yeah. He was just over the top too much. I couldn't stand him. And now it's like going to be her side of the story. So I, I can't freaking wait. Jeez. I think it'll be good. That sounds but that's That's it. So basically I'm just sitting here waiting. <laughs> just fucking just waiting for me to <laughs> pick something else to watch. And then you're going to jump into that one. For something. Like uh, January 12th, The Traders comes back. So yeah. And I'm super pumped for that because lo- I know a lot of this season. Yeah. So, I'm excited for that. And I told you to watch The Wire and tell me how it is to see if I should keep watching it. Because I, I got about ten episodes in and I, I just I fizzled out. Yeah. We'll it's see. Good, I'm good watching show, Montreal now. <laughs> I don't get it, man. I don't get it. But 
I mean, like we've already heard your review on the show, so I, I, yeah. I guess I'll give mine. I'm on season three and a half right now, something like that. I'm, season three, episode five. Something like that. I thought I was a lot later than that. I, th- I thought I was like three twelve. Well, I keep checking. You I'm keep like, checking. Am, am, I, am I ahead of him now? So now you I had to pause when he comes you out. You motherfucker, <laughs> sitting there going, trying, trying to keep pace. I don't know, man. This show is this show is really good. Still, I, my biggest fear with it was that they were going to burn out of everything in the first season because they throw so much shit. Every other episode, they're they're doing a tried and true storyline from another show, mm-hmm. and it's like what they did was like they have these humongous storylines that should be and could have been the season finale, but they're doing it like every episode they're doing a season finale ish type ending, and I'm like, Jesus, man, these writers are going to burn out, but they really haven't yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much further they can go, though, because they're really stepping into cartoon territory with these bad guys. Like, the one guy, Dan, who I was saying how much I hated him, they've gone to the extreme now with this fucking shit. Like, you're talking about, like, fake money hidden in in ceilings and security cameras getting put in. Now they're talking about, like, murder and shit. And I'm like, what the the hell happened here? It was a show about a basketball family. Mm -hmm. And now it's changed into so much stuff because they had to evolve the show because they moved it so fast. Well, the, the thing with that is, like, season one and two were their junior year. So basketball yeah. was over. That was in season one. Maybe I'm And then the season was done. Maybe that's it. So two seasons so were one year were of school. one year of school. Oh, so the season was already done. So it, there was a little bit of basketball, like, out on the court or whatever, like, in the, at the river court or whatever the fuck. But it, they weren't, like, playing games or anything. Yeah. Now we're back now on um, season three. They're seniors. So now we got the basketball back. Yeah. Because the, the, the basketball the season. The, the, there's so much going yeah. on. The, the there, there's a lot. Up. Yeah. But like I'm, I They've am. Done everything. The second time around, I am picking up on stuff that I did not pick up before. Yeah. Like there was a huge thing that happened. Was that season two finale with Dan? In he's, the in the he's, fire, he's been the finale every season. The end was it's him dying all the time. The second one, he was because it was like that that episode where that went down, I could see me because I know who did it, and I and I and I'm like, damn, I didn't I catch did any of that. I, I guess who did it, and I, I'm pretty sure that's the person I'm thinking it was. Like there were all these freaking clues to pick up on, and I didn't pick up on any of it this, the first time. Oh, that, oh, the person that did it, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh shit. Yeah. But see, now I'm seeing things that I didn't see before, so I'm glad I'm rewatching it. No, it's, it, it is a good show. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for it to get stale. It, it feels like it's going to hit all at once because they've done. I'm telling you, man. Mm-hmm. You throw out a random storyline that you've seen on a TV show, I guarantee One Tree Hill has done it twice already. They are seriously just throwing all sorts of shit at the wall. I remember 90210, which is the closest show from my childhood I can say kind of relates to this one. Mm-hmm. It took them, like, an entire season to get to some of this shit. They would lead up to it, like, playing seeds. One Tree Hill's like, boom, here's a secret. The next scene, the secret's out. I'm like, holy fuck. They're just, like, these writers are staying up all night, fucking taking hits of cocaine and drinking Red Bulls. They're just going through these fucking scripts like crazy. It's good like that, though, because then it, it would get boring if nothing's happening. See, I know. I, I, I agree with you. <laughs> but I'm also like, oh, shit, I like this. I yeah. want it to keep going, but they're going to burn out. I, I have a feeling it's just going to be, they're going to be sitting around like, what the fuck do we do next? We've done it all. Yeah. Everybody, I mean, like, they're already on their second go around of well, this freaking relationship between the three main characters. They're already going through it again. They're going right back to that well. And it's like, we just got over this. Yeah. And I'll tell you what I said that I hated only one person on this show. Yeah. The last time we did one of these. And I'm telling you, man, I now hate a lot of the cast. <laughs> and then the person I hated, I am now coming around to. 
Which is insane to me. <clears throat> well, there was one scene in particular that I made you watch last night on, on, on YouTube. Because I was like, this fucking killed me. And there was a scene where the guy, Dan, was just being a fucking like high school prankster out of nowhere. And he calls his ex-wife on the phone. And he's like, and he's obviously stalling. He's talking to her. He hates her. They hate each other. They have no reason to talk on the phone. And she finally asks him, why are you calling me? And he's like, I just needed some time. And she goes, time for what? And he goes, time for the glue to dry. And her face is like, what? And she's got those old school flip phone style with the flip that you had to stick to your ear. He glued the phone so it would stick to her ear and she couldn't move it away. So he's cracking up and he pulls out a fucking blowhorn from his pocket and <laughs> shoots a blowhorn into the phone and fucking blows out her eardrum. And he starts laughing, and I started laughing, because it was fucking hilarious. And he said, game on, bitch. Game on, bitch. Because it's I'm funny, because like, yes. she was she was doing stuff and it, yeah. to ruin what he was... Yeah, it, it's a good show, he man. fucking hot wife with the titties, man. <laughs> <laughs> She's got some jugs on her, that old lady, man. She cracks me up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, but but seriously, though, uh, the cast is really good. I'm just starting to hate, because like, there's, there's one girl who I, who I really liked on the show. They turned her into a piece of garbage. These people started off all one way, and of course characters evolve. Mm-hmm. By the end of the first season of this show, everybody was a complete 180 from where they started. They went through an entire series of changes in one season. <laughs> Seriously, I'm telling you, you can watch the first season of One Tree Hill and only the first season and feel like you've watched a complete television series and you will feel satisfied and not need to watch more. But the fact that there is more, you keep watching. And that's wrong, man. I'm like, okay, this is great. And then the second one ended, I'm like, all right, they, that one ended with a cliffhanger. I, I just feel like they're they're moving at such a fast pace, but it's good. You know, it, it, it is a good show. Did you see the freaking Ian Ziering thing from 90210 speaking of that? Yeah. He was getting chased and beaten up by some fucking crazy bikers and running through the streets in busy traffic in California. Yeah. Fucking insane, man. I, I guess, like, he was just sitting in his car in traffic, <clears throat> and these bikers were just causing havoc, like, like kicking shit over and just being bikers, basically, in the streets. Well, they either hit his car or almost yeah. hit his car, right? And so he got out and chased them. Yeah. Like, he went after them. Not smart there, Mr. Zering. You don't have Dylan Multiple and Brandon people. with you. <laughs> There's a gang of them. Yeah. He gets out of his car. Yeah. Which I understand getting pissed off. Yeah. But you're not untouchable just because people know who the fuck you are. And a lot of people don't. I, 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 <laughs> no one saw Sharknado, all right? They're Ian. <laughs> like, you're not untouchable. So you go in and chase down these fucking bikers. What the hell did Dude, you think was going to happen? I mean, I feel bad for him, but he asked for it. He got swarmed and <clears throat> all these were fists. And then you see one guy's hand connect right to his jaw. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then after he got punched in the face, he took off. And I'll tell you what, man. The Giants need a running back. <laughs> Saquon Barkley would have gotten tackled right in the middle of the, high, the fucking highway easily by one of these bikers. Ian Ziering had like three <laughs> on his back and he's running. Crosses the street, dude. They're ripping away at his shirt. They're falling off. He is a fucking linebacker, fucking fullback, whatever position you want to put. He can do it, man. I, I would like to see Ian Ziering play for the Giants. Sign that man, give him a contract, put a football in his Dude, hands, and tell, him, fuck, tell him his bike. Did you see the way he was? I was impressed. He was taking those hits, man, and he did not go down. He almost went down a couple of times, but he kept running through that street, man. He saw his, he saw the end zone, and he ran towards it. It's fucking excellent. Drafty and Zering. With, I have yeah. to add this, too, because this pissed me off last night. What's that? So he goes after these guys, right, and then they all gang up on him. Obviously, there's multiple people. Everyone on the sidewalk's just stopping and, and filming and just watching him getting beat. Is that like, Ian Ziering? Everyone just standing around and not helping. Yeah. 
just watching the situation and filming it. I think that's Steve from Not Too Well. Like, I just don't understand. He fucking, he fucking <laughs> ran to the peach pit and hit the head. Oh, what God. the fuck, man? Yeah, I don't know, man. These fucking people, I don't know. People are it's fucking just, crazy. Sometimes you gotta take it on a chin, dude. If you see that many people, they're obviously together. You're one person, and there's a group of people, man. Listen, I know there's a time to talk shit. That's not the time to get out your car and try to start a fight, man. You got you look. There's a cry. I mean, there's being brave and there's being stupid. He probably thought the people on the sidewalk were going to come over and help. I don't know, man. <laughs> if it was if it was Brandon, I liked Brandon. I didn't really like Steve. Oh, I would help Brandon though. But yeah, I watched another movie. So this one had Fat Damon in it. And I call him Fat Damon because he was massive in this movie. He has like he he looked like he was. Uh, at the buffet before he started filming or some shit. A movie called Downsizing. Yeah. And it's, it stars him and Kristen Wiig. If you want to say it stars Kristen Wiig. She was in there for like half a minute. We had more dialogue in the 17 minutes of the podcast we just did than she has in the entire fucking movie. I, I think she said maybe three or four sentences and that was it. But it's a movie that I... I don't know how to review this one because I, I wanted to love this movie so bad. And I love original movies. I love original ideas. And this one, fucking, it had all of it. But it was also made with a leftist agenda. And I can explain it. And I'm not trying to, you know, pull political shit out of everything. That's not my thing anymore. I'm, I'm trying to be different. But this one started off basically saying, hey, climate change is real. It's coming. It's going to destroy the universe. We had this idea to change it. And their idea was to downsize everybody, which means shrinking people like Ant-Man. Yeah. So you know how, how Ant-Man can take the serum and he shrink? They developed a, a serum that they put into you. You go into this, like, microwave with a bunch of people in, like, uh, hospital beds. You get your head shaved and all scrap, And then they push a button, they shrink you, and then they come out, they pick you up, they put you in, like, a little gurney thing, and then they send you to this place. It's, like, this magical place that they made for little people. They got, like, mansions. Like, like a Barbie house would be yours. And it'd be this giant place filled up with shit that you love. And it would be an entire, like, earth, but in a small, con- confined area. To basically save the universe from climate change, pollution, all the stuff that they say we're doing now to it to cause the end of the world. Matt Damon and his wife go to this place to get shrunk. He gets shrunk, and she has second thoughts. And after he's shrunk, she calls him on the phone and is like, hey, I, I can't do this. So he's screwed, and he's in this place by himself. And then there's a whole bunch of other people that he interacts with. I felt like I was watching a two-hour movie that was an infomercial on global warming, buy an electric vehicle, do this before this happens in real life and the world ends. Matt Damon's super woke. You know he is. I mean, we've seen him on TV with all this crap about global... Him and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Matt Damon or Ben Affleck, whatever the fuck his name is. They do all that crap about, you know, green planet and whatnot while they fucking fly to the next place and jump on their yacht and fucking float to the next place to go talk about their shit and their agendas and whatnot. This one was an infomercial, and I felt like they could have gone a different route with it. They could have been more realistic. And my main thing was like, hey, you've got this, this storyline. Original and it's great. They've also used a lot of buzzwords in there, like, um, like, oh, we're all in this together. And then there was this one part where the guy was saying how only 3% of the population signed up for this program to be downsized aka shrunk down if more people would have signed on and, and jumped aboard we could have beaten this thing and gotten it done sooner of course the first thing I thought in my head was this sounds exactly out of the COVID-19 fucking playbook this movie was made years before a couple of years before this whole shit happened so it makes you wonder like you know what the fuck is going on here anyway 
they keep using language like that, like, oh, we're together, and the guy's like, oh, 3% population, so basically the world is ending at this point, and, and uh, Alaska, I think it was, like, some kind of, like, methane was exposed out there, and, like, shit was just getting really crazy, and the movie, I was thinking, man, like, they could have gone a really realistic, better, darker route with it, and they just kind of just made it, like, a fucking infomercial. It was called uh, Downsizing. I... I I really don't know how else to review this movie because I, I wanted to like it. I really did. I wanted to like it, and then they went that route with the, the global chain, and, and they just started fucking putting their little leftist slant on it. It just became something I didn't really care for. If I had to give it a five-star rating, I would probably give it a one and a half because <laughs> it, it, it could have been good. It had a good storyline. The first, like, 45 minutes of the movie, you're like, okay, you're giving out your own commentary. like, okay, this is what I would do with the movie, or this is how I think it should go, or this is what they're doing. Hey, this is how it, they were talking about COVID. This is how they're talking about climate change now. Are they warming us up to something? And it's, it's really crazy. You can draw your own conspiracies from the movie when you watch it yourselves. I'm not going to jump in that mind right now. I'm just going to say the movie was a disappointment. A fucking huge disappointment. So that's about the play I got for uh, content that I've watched. I didn't watch anything else, though. I just kind of enjoyed my uh, fucking vacation, which is coming to an end tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, fucking that sucks. <laughs> Sad and disappointing. You worked one day in the last month. <laughs> Ugh, fucking man. Not month. It was like two weeks. In the past two weeks, I worked one shift. And man, yeah. that was a shitty shift, too. I was just longing to go back on vacation. <laughs> and now i got to go back to work. And You know, I am refreshed. Though. I'm refreshed. I'm ready for 2024. Probably after my first call or two tomorrow, I'll be like, fuck, I want to be off again. But you know what? It is what it is. Got to get back to work. And You go back to work. Sammy goes back to school. Yeah. Jenna's so off. She's off hey. another week. Hey, good for her, man. You know, enjoy it. But before she realizes this, we'll fucking blank and it'll be over too. So, you ready to get some topics here? Mm-hmm. We got a lot of good stuff today. What do you got? You got anything good today? I got two two things. All right, well, why don't you start us off today? <sighs> Okie dokie. Let's see what you got. All right, well, a Florida man arrested by authorities is accused of trying to kidnap a child from a Lee Acres Walmart store on Friday. Pablo Hernandez was charged with false imprisonment of a child 13 years old or under. Police say that Hernandez grabbed a four-year-old boy and pulled him away from his family before a relative quickly intervened, right in the middle of Walmart, Mm. with customers, like, standing around. Uh, deputies immediately reviewed the surveillance footage and confirmed an unknown man walked up to the child shopping with his family, grabbed his wrist, and forced him to go in his direction before a family member intervened and pulled the child back. Like, that's some ballsy shit. Yeah, it's fucking horrifying. The kid is with his family, and a guy just comes up and grabs him. That's scary. If someone's that brazen and in the open about it, then you got to be even more worried. Like, Like, I could see if the kid was, like, in the toy aisle and the parents weren't paying attention and they were like in, a, in the next aisle over or something but they were right there or like in the bathroom or something like that's, that's what you would crazy. think a predator would go after somebody but that desperate they're, they're usually a lot sneakier you know? um, through investigative techniques detectives learned Hernandez did grab the child's wrist pull him and stated let's go restraining the child's movement and directing him to walk with him the police said officers arrived at Hernandez Hernandez's residence around an hour after the attempted kidnapping occurred and promptly arrested him. In a statement, the sheriff uh, called the incident incredibly disturbing. Like, if that can happen right in the middle of Walmart, that's mm. crazy, dude. Mm. That, that's insane. Always Walmart. I know. Always Walmart. Did you see the one video? There's a guy, there's some black dude, he was fucking tall as hell. He had his fucking hair, was even taller than him. He had like a mohawk. 
And he was walking through, he had some fucking weird, like, voodoo voice. He was like, growling at people and shit. This was on World Star Hip Hop. The guy fucking has a police thing on him, like those police body cameras or whatever. Yeah. And they go walk up to this guy. It was like the most comical thing you'd ever see. And you'd, of course, you're in fucking Walmart. That woman who was screaming, motherfucker, at everybody, <laughs> at a Walmart, man. They just, yeah. they, they love to be there. Absolutely crazy. You just got to, you know, watch out for your kids a little bit better, man, you know? That's nuts. All the time. It makes you wonder about those fucking, uh, what, what was that contraption you used to have with your kids that you used to put, like, that rope around you and tie a rope around them? Oh, my God. My my mom did that with my youngest sister. It was like a lasso. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. She was, like, she was like on a dog leash. Mm-hmm. My poor sister. <laughs> yeah, but nobody took her, unfortunately, right? <laughs> my God. All right, so a pastor allegedly tried to deep-fry the McDonald's cook after he disrespected his wife. I saw that. Thou shall not fucking forget this man's fries at his order, and thou shall not disrespect his fucking wife either, because he will burn that ass. North Carolina pastor was arrested after allegedly attempting to deep-fry the motherfucker. According to Business Insider, the incident occurred on Thursday at a McDonald's restaurant at High Point, North Carolina, where 44-year-old LaToya Gladney, a manager in training, claims her employees were disrespecting her. So, man, she was about to train them and I had an ass whooping, man. Shit. <laughs> Gladney reportedly then called her husband, Dwayne Waden, for help. Oh, man. So these people were probably mouthing off to her like, bitch, you ain't even my boss. You're in training, bitch. And she was like, I'm going to call my husband. And the husband shows up. This... Can you imagine this chaotic scene if you're at work and this bitch calls her husband to fight you because you said you're not going to go fucking mop the bathroom floor? Can you imagine that shit? The answer <sighs> I'm telling you, man. The report reviewed by Business Insider alleges that when Wade arrived at the restaurant, he walked around the counter and placed his hands around the neck of an employee and attempted to push his head towards a deep fryer. A fight reportedly ensued between the two men, with Wade reportedly punching the victim in the face repeatedly until several employees were able to get him off the victim. Per the report, the victim suffered a large contusion to his forehead and right eye, plus scratches on his neck. The victim was checked out by emergency responders, but he opted to be transported to a hospital by family members. Footage of the incident was reviewed by police, who then charged Wade-In with assault. He was set on a $1,000 bail bond, and set to report to court on January 22nd. So that's what happened. She called her husband and was like, hey, these people aren't listening to me. So stupid. She gave the description of the person at the job. Yeah. Because the husband went beeline right for this guy and attacked him. And then tried to fucking... And he's a pastor. (laughs) What could this kid have done that would cause him to want... I mean, that is attempted murder. You want to put the kid's face in a deep fryer. I mean, that's not just going to scar the kid for life. You're going to kill the motherfucker. Putting someone's head in a deep fryer, you're going to kill them. Yeah, why is it assault? This is not assault. Because he didn't do it? Because it didn't happen, but it's attempted murder. At least attempted. This guy, yeah, this, these charges are way too lenient. Yeah, some, I never understand some of the charges that come out. And you know what? If you want to play that <clears> game, like, well, then, you know, uh, well, he, well he, he's an older man or whatever the fuck. Well, then, you know what? You should hold him in a higher regard because he's a pastor. He should know better. So make it even fucking more harsh, the penalty or whatever, yeah. you know? This guy should know better. I, I, I just don't know what the hell could have happened. To elicit that type of reaction. Where you want to murder someone. Like, you were willing to take another person's Probably life. Probably just didn't want to mop the floor. It's, it had to be something stupid. He said something to her. She gave her husband shit. Yeah. He, he probably tried to de-escalate, and then she probably kept amping up, tried made up some shit. Yeah. I guarantee you this is rooted in a lie. This whole thing's rooted in a lie. She probably added something else to get her husband pissed off enough to come fight this kid because she wanted to show him a lesson. 
Didn't try to stop her husband when he's about to put this kid's head in a deep fire. Thank God those other employees were there. I hope she lost her job. I hope so. Because it's yeah. all because of her. I mean, this husband wouldn't have showed up there if she didn't call him. Right. You don't th- I don't think this guy was sitting at home watching Days of Our Lives. He's like, I'm going to go to the place where my wife works for no reason and kick somebody's ass and try to kill him. You know? <laughs> Fucking bitch. Well, McDonald's, you know, is a hell of a place to go to a fight. But Chipotle does not want to be outdone here because the worker there was beaten by furious customers upset over extra chicken charge. Listen, I get it because I, I get extra chicken too and they charge a ridiculous amount when you get extra stuff. And they always have to, they, they never forget to tell the, the person at the register either. They're always like, that. extra chicken! Like, yeah. motherfucker, keep it down! Took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say it, man. They will let you know. They will almost embarrass you. Yeah. This one's got extra chicken over here. No, like, you feel like either a fat ass or, or, or you feel broke. <laughs> Oh, man. You're sitting there. You know, you got someone next to you to your left, someone to your right. You don't know these people. Yeah. The person making the food like, hey, I want to get double chicken. You know that costs extra, right? You broke motherfucker. I mean, like, (laughs) that's almost how you feel like they're saying it to you. Can I get some queso with that? You know that costs extra, right? Mm -hmm. You know Christmas is coming. I know you ain't got it, motherfucker. (laughs) Like, whoa, hold on a second. Hold on. You know, I I, I know. You see me here all the time. What the fuck? You know, it, it, it does make you feel like you're fucking... Like yeah. cheap or you're robbing, you know what costs extra. Oh, oh my bad. Let me go to the pawn shop and fucking sell my wedding ring so I can come back for some fucking extra chicken, you piece of shit. It's so good though. It is good it's food. So but man, good. fuck those those judgy bastards, man. They're so judgmental. So a, an enraged North Carolina man and woman are being sought for viciously attacking a Chipotle worker after learning that their order of extra chicken would cost more. <laughs> oh, would you like to solve the puzzle? Kayla Pyle and Jamal Williams, 34, reportedly placed an order inside a South Carolina Chipotle. There you go. There's the answer to the question, South Carolina. Hmm. You see, we can bash South Carolina, can't we? Leave my but leave my Chipotles alone. You know what? I'm Why are you, you beating up my workers? Here it is. Uh, when a 20-year-old worker said that Pyle's request for extra protein would cost more. A heated argument kicked off, according to local authorities. They probably felt disrespectful. Like, motherfucker, I got money for this shit. Why, like, why are you to make me feel like I don't? You're making me second question my finances here, dude. You're telling me guacamole costs an extra 35 cents. You're going to break the bank, dude. You know, I, I think next time we go to Chipotle, I'm going to go in there and order the food. I'm going to oh just God. go into that whole spiel. I'm going to fucking do it. Don't do it. I, pl- I, I'm going to fucking... It's, when it's, they're do- let me get my bowl first. And, yes, and then you do whatever you We have to take yours to the back real quick. <laughs> Don't worry, this bowl will be free. And then they're going to see you coming the next time. Yeah, yeah, true. Although they go through workers quite a bit. Like, every yeah. time we go in there, there's new people. And we're going to McDonald's. Yeah, they do too. Where well, they're getting paid 15 bucks an hour now. It's only, but catch is you can only have one employee per fucking store now. Anyway, the unidentified worker was allegedly so upset with the interaction that she decided to end her shift early from the Indian Land Eatery near Charlotte and go home around 9 p.m. As the worker headed for the door on one side of the dining room, Williams who at 6 feet 3 inches and 300 pounds is much bigger than the worker, entered from the other side and approached the victim. He pushed her to the floor. Yeah. So a 6 foot 3 inch tall man weighing over 300 pounds was so upset about not getting extra chicken that he assaulted a female worker of the establishment. He pushed her to the floor and began hitting her, pulling her hair, and jerking her body around. Uh, he piled in, joined in, and struck the victim as well. 
Video footage posted online shows the attack unfolding with a Chipotle worker falling to the ground and curling up to protect herself. Customers can be heard yelling to the attackers to stop because none of them had a set of balls <laughs> to help defend this poor woman getting the shit kicked out of her. They're all yelling stop, but yeah. with their cameras. With yeah. their cameras going. Fuck that bitch. She charged me extra for the Chipotle. <laughs> she said it was 10 cents for a straw. Fuck you her. guys keep fighting over here. I'm going to make another bowl while yeah. you guys well, are Everyone's getting the their crap. ass whipped. You just reach your hand over the counter and start grabbing handfuls of steak. This footage posted shows this person getting the shit kicked out of them. Customers were trying to get it to stop. Uh, one suspect identifies Williams, who's wearing red pants, can be seen launching up <laughs> <a> man- <laughs> red Thank pants. Thank you. Thank you for letting us know uh, that. He's wearing red pants. I mean, they're really fucking painting the picture here. Can be seen launching a massive uppercut at the worker. So so, so this guy's been to the gym a few times. He's throwing <laughs> uppercuts. He fucking knows his combos. He's doing his little Floyd Mayweather, Mike Tyson, Bob into the head. The police were called to the scene. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm about to go into some ice ice, baby, here. Ah, uh, fuck this story, man. These people were just going nuts. No one, stuff like this really gets to my nerves because you've they basically said this woman's getting assaulted. She's getting the shit kicked out of her. People were yelling to stop. Mm-hmm. You've got people behind the counter on both directions that could have easily helped. Some people should have helped because they were fucking fellow employees and they work with this bitch. Yeah, they know her name. They know her yeah, family. Where's the manager at? Right, hide under the table. Shift supervisor, the one in charge. Where is that person? Keep the beating going. My <laughs> phone isn't loaded up yet. <laughs> Got to get my camera pulled open. Oh, Lord. Oh, you see someone getting their fucking ass beat. And then she had to go home early. Yeah. Because she she was so distraught, which I, I understand. Yeah. I guarantee she went home early and lost pay that day. I guarantee they didn't pay her for the rest of her shift. How they Going know. through that crap. They probably gave her a point for leaving early. And God, people, that poor and probably, woman. You know, people are probably yeah, right, but you know that's how businesses are. No job is worth going through that. Like it's that sucks. No, especially fast food. I mean, we have degenerated so far down the fucking shithole of how we treat each other over the most minuscule things that I don't think we're ever going to come back from it. I, I know we're talking about people fighting at fast food, and this is an everyday occurrence, which is what makes it even sadder. You know? Yeah. Do you think people were fighting at at, at McDonald's back in the sixties? Like this? Do you think they were fighting so. like this all the time? Like throwing fucking punches and fighting the Yeah, definitely and shit? not all the no. time. No. I'm sure it happened once or twice, but like this? What the fuck happened to us? What happened to us? What happened? People feel entitled now. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Like it's 1960 is not that long ago. Yeah. It's only 2024. I mean, what, 64 years ago. That's not a long time. That is one person's lifetime. Not even a full lifetime. People live to their 70s now. Unfortunately, you know, hopefully I don't. But, you know, other people do. They live till their 70s and shit. So that's not even a full lifetime, really. Oh. We've gone so far down the shit. And you know what the hard thing is? It only took us 60 years to get to this point where we're fighting and fucking, you know, over condiments and fucking extra chicken. That quick we fell. Yeah. Insurmountable amount of time it would take for us to get back to somewhat being decent to each other. It's so much easier to be mean than it is to be nice, isn't it? And I guess these stories here just prove how much easier it is because you can never find a good one. I don't have the energy to be mean to people. I, I don't care <laughs> I, enough to I be just mean. Walk away. I don't care, dude. I don't care. Just whatever. Yeah. Well, people don't matter to me enough to be no, mean to. They, you like, don't matter. You don't matter enough. Oh God. It's the way it is, man. What else you got? Um, I, I thought this was interesting. There's another lawsuit going on. A Florida woman is taking on the Hershey Company. Claiming it has tricked customers through misleading packaging on Reese's seasonal shaped chocolates. 
That was mine too. I freaking love these candies. Mm-hmm. I love Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, but the the holiday ones that come out, like the pumpkins and stuff, they're my favorite because there's so much freaking peanut butter in them. The pumpkins, the trees are my favorite. Yeah. The trees, the holiday trees are my favorite the ones. Easter eggs. Mm. Oh my God, they're so good. Those Cadbury ones weren't bad either, even though our daughter fucking hated them. Yeah. Oh my. Uh, Cynthia, uh, Cynthia Kelly of Tampa is suing the chocolate giant for $5 million because she claims the packaging and the actual contents don't match. For example, the pumpkin-shaped chocolate doesn't have eyes and nose cutouts like the packaging suggests. And the football shape is like an egg, according to the lawsuit filed in Florida's Middle District Court. I've never paid attention to the packaging before yep. until I saw this and I was looking at the pictures. I'm like, damn, I never and you noticed know what? that. You know what? This is a winning lawsuit. It, it, yeah. The precedence has been set. You can sue for anything. <laughs> yeah. um, and the football definitely looked like the Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no. She will say. win this lawsuit. Hershey's uh, labels for the products are misleading and numerous consumers have been tricked and misled by the pictures on the product's packaging, the lawsuit states. This is a class action against Hershey for falsely representing several Reese's peanut butter products as containing carved out artistic designs when there are no such carvings in the actual products. The bizarre lawsuit uh, Hmm. came forth after Kelly purchased pumpkin-shaped candies at Aldi for $4.49, believing it contained a cute-looking carving of a pumpkin's mouth and eyes as the picture on the product uh, suggested. She said she would have left the chocolates behind if she had known the card face wasn't actually included in the snack-sized Reese's. Well, that's just ridiculous. I get the lawsuit because she's right. But that's ridiculous. You would not have just... I mean, on the technicality, she's going to win this lawsuit. But she's, oh, she's not definitely going to win. She's not going to win anything. Oh, it'll be 50 lawsuit. cents. Exactly. Everyone's going to get a check. Like, we're going to get a check in the mail. If you've ever purchased these Reese's, go ahead and reply with a picture of your receipt. We'll send you a quarter in the mail. It's like, what the fuck? Is yeah. that a fair point? The lawsuit features more than just the pumpkin shapes, but also the ghosts, which I've never seen. The bats, I've never seen. I've seen the bats. Uh, footballs, snowmen, never seen those. And bell-shaped treats, which I've never seen. No, I haven't seen any of those, but I have seen that, that one, though. Uh, the bats? The bats, yeah. The bats stand at the gas stations. Uh, several of them were all photographed in the suit. She also claimed that Reese's packaging wasn't always deceptive, and that two to three years ago, the products matched its packaging... And uh, did not display faces. Kelly also cited Fuck numerous her, <laughs> YouTube videos <laughs> where creators claimed Reese's had lied to them and failed to deliver. The class action lawsuit will cover all consumers within the state of Florida who purchased one of the products. So good for you guys. You might get mm-hmm. 30 cents if you're Maybe lucky. <laughs> you might not even get that. You know what Reese's should do is send everybody in the mail a picture of the CEO sitting on the middle finger. That, that's what they should do. I would rather just have a free bag of Reese's With pumpkins. a dollar bill in the fucking package. Like, here, you fucking crybabies. Oh, my God. Yeah, she'll definitely get something for it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But it's just it's like not going to be whatever the hell she's asking. Yeah, the only people that like these kinds of lawsuits, class actions, are the fucking lawyers that benefit from them. Because the people don't get any money. It all goes to the lawyers. These people are fucking yeah. stupid. And, and Reese's already has this money set aside. This isn't their bottom line. They're not suing Reese's and hurting them. They've already got this lawsuit money. Set aside for stupid shit like this. Yeah. All big companies do. That woman's a real fucking cunt. What kind of a joy is she to have around? Seriously, can you imagine having her around your house? Just going around. It's like, will you shut the fuck up, lady? Yeah. That's the kind of wife that if you're the husband, you are always in the car when she's shopping. 
no matter how hot or cold it is outside, you are in that car because you don't want to be seen with her in public because she's a fucking nightmare, a terror to any poor customer service worker. She's the kind of person that would take that Reese's and bring it to the customer service counter at the store as if they made it at the Walmart she purchased it from <laughs> and bitch and ask them why it doesn't have the fucking carve out on there. I hate this woman. And who really keeps receipts? That's the thing. Dude. I don't keep receipts. At the end of the Christmas, day. Christmas, if there's, yeah. if there's something that, you know, it, I don't know, could be broken or something like that, I will, I'll keep that receipt. But, like, I, I don't keep receipts for shit. No, our daughter does, though. Yeah, Jenna. Yeah, that's true. But at the end of the day, though, if someone brings you this kind of a lawsuit, they need to be checked out. Like, you know, and in their fucking heads, like, what's wrong with you? What's going on in your life? What are you missing out on? Like, no, we're not going to, this is not going to go anywhere. We should not even entertain these people's lawsuits and, and ideas. Who cares? Is it, does, it, does it taste delicious? You're not going to frame the fucking thing. So why do you care what it looks like? Essentially, you're just going to eat it. Yeah. It's going to be gone in two seconds. I would eat a fucking Reese's Peanut Butter Nazi sign logo if it fucking tastes like a damn Reese's Buttercup. I don't care what it fucking looks like. If it had a Dallas Cowboys star, I would eat the motherfucker. Because it's a Reese's, man. Reese's are delicious, right? Who cares what it fucking looks like? People are fucking stupid. I don't know. Woman claims she endured a racist attack at the Color Purple screening. So there you go. Oh, Jesus. The perfect segue right there. There you go. An Alabama woman claims to have been humiliated while seeing the movie I know you want to see on your list, The Color Purple Musical. It's a musical? It's a musical. No. Mm-mm. One day after Christmas this happened. According to Where News 3, Alabama woman Colo Wilkinson. She was, I wonder if she was solo, uh, Colo. Can we Continue. stop with these musicals, though? Hey. People like musicals. Like it's, I don't like them. Why not? I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I find them annoying. It depends. It depends on the musical. Some some could be good, I guess. I, don't know. I haven't seen many of them. The only one I li- it was Spirited. <laughs> that was the only one I liked. But like they they try to do it on like TV shows and stuff. Like don't please don't do that. And the Wakola was at the wharf where her, her sister and her best friend were subjected to a racist attack allegedly. Mm. Five minutes into the screening, Wilkinson said that her and her friends were hit by a box of crackers by a group of crackers, <laughs> shouting offensive comments. That's what it says? <laughs> By a okay. group of, well, well, they may as well have said like, that's of, funny. A group of white teenage boys. <laughs> a couple of minutes later, someone shouted out the words N-word and Negro. And we immediately got up. We were very scared, she told the outlet. My sister tried to chase them down because she wasn't scared. Mm. You have a group of young teenage boys allegedly throwing shit at you. Yeah. She, she said she's scared, but the sister wasn't, so she ran after these boys. She was almost successful at chasing them down. And clearly, these were athletes. They ran down the parking lot. Athletes. At which time, my sister called Orange Beach Police Department. Yeah. They so they're teenage them. boys. They're going to be quick. And you're a woman. <laughs> and these are boys, like you said. Of course, they're going to be they're faster than you, yeah. you dumbass. Uh-uh. Orange Beach Police are investigating the allegations with additional leads from witnesses confirming that the boys from the area are all under the age of 16. Listen, I don't believe this at all. You want to know why? Because if these... Can we just erase the bullshit that we have to believe all minorities or women or whatever the fuck the, 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 the narrative is? Because remember the whole narrative, believe all women? Remember that one? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if this is a part of that, but can we just start here? You're, you're at the color purple. Why would there be a bunch of young, white, teenage boys under the age of 16 at this fucking movie? You think they willingly bought tickets to go see this movie if they're racist like you claim they are? 
This imaginary fucking group of white teenage boys, you Jussie Smollett cunt. This did not happen. I am fucking calling a fucking red... Don't want a red flag on this one. This is a fucking false fucking story. Completely fabricated (laughs) bullshit by this woman who wants to get her name out there. That's exactly what this is. Do you want a GoFundMe page for what? Oh, because, you know, uh, the crackers they threw hit me in the hair. And, of course, you know, you don't touch my fucking hair. So, I mean, what the, what the fuck is... Seriously, what do you think about this one? I don't know, man. This ain't real. This ain't fucking real. Yeah. Yeah, why would these boys be at this movie? Why? Teenage boys, I have no idea. A bunch of white teenage boys at a fucking musical, the color fucking purple. That's like Roots the Musical. These same boys are going to be there next. Malcolm X the Musical, they're going to show up there too. Get the fuck out of here, man, with this bull's fucking shit. So she said that this happened. She's traumatized. She is traumatized. The manager for the movie theater also offered her a private screening of the film for her and her family. Oh my god, a private screening? Yeah, but that's not good enough. (laughs) <laughs> not good enough. It will never be good enough for the fucking pity police out there. A similar incidents have occurred at the location for the past six months. That's what they're claiming. I shouldn't have to wonder if this is going to happen to me or my friends or family when we see a movie, especially one that means so much to me. Oh, my God. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. So, separately, Greenville, North Carolina civil rights leader Reverend William Barber II was removed from a color purple showing on the 26th after insisting that he use his own share in a section for those with limited mobility. Theater employees then threatened Barber, who was with his 90-year-old mother, with trespassing charges, reportedly concerned about the chair's placement. I mean, they have rules for a reason. You know, they do. I, I don't know what these rules are. I don't go to movie theaters very often. I went once in the past fucking 20 years. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe the chair's like, hey, you have to have it outside of the aisle so people can walk by you, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. In a statement, AMC apologized for the incident because they just apologized to fucking apologize. A statement goes on the CEO's desk. He doesn't even look at it. He just goes, just fucking apologize. But, sir, it's your wife. She wants to say happy birthday. Just fucking apologize. Anyway, uh, this caused Barbara frustration and inconvenience, but uh, the family and guests and all the people and their fucking ancestors, they got their hands out. They want money. Uh, CEO and AMC chairman Adam Iran has plans to meet with Barbara personally to discuss the incident. Oh, my God. Dude, over a box of crackers. This is how fast a company folds over an allegation that is completely 100 million percent fabricated. I am not buying this one at fucking all, man. If you want to say, change the story up a little bit, like, hey, we were leaving the movie and a group of kids were outside and they called us names, then I would be more inclined to believe that. The fact that these kids are in the movie, they're all sitting at this movie. Give me a fucking break here, man. Give me a fucking... you got to come at me with some better shit than this. This is an obvious false fucking story. Here's one that isn't false. Bill Clinton is to be identified in previously redacted Jeffrey Epstein documents. Did you see this? Why is this a story? It already came out. Exactly. Why? Who cares? Well, there's more. They're finally unsealing these documents. Like, my God. We've known this for, what, two, three years now? And, yeah... I'm just going to gloss over this this article real quick. So, uh, former President Bill Clinton is going to be identified as one of the several John Doe's to previously redacted uh, documents related to convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. And uh, Alexandria Hoff from Fox News reported Monday that Clinton's not the only big name, as if that was a shocker as well. (laughs) There are more than 150 individuals identified only as Jane or John Doe's, but the legal masking is about to come off. So, 150, more than 150 people are going to be unmasked, unnamed, basically. Yeah. To the John and Jane does. We're going to get these names of people that were there. 
It's going to be all yeah. people that <laughs> that are hated right now. <laughs> I mean... Are they just going to make up names? Like, whoever hates the left, they're going to just throw their name on there? I have a lot of questions about this. I don't believe in it. I, I don't either. I, I, don't, I don't believe like, anything's going to... Uh, do I believe things are happening at Jeffrey Epstein's Island? Of course oh, yes. I do. Yeah, but of I don't believe course. this list. I don't... Like, why all of a sudden now? It's like, like who, who cares? Underage girls, sex, drugs, weird cult Are they going to do anything about it? Blood transfusions, whatever the fuck they're doing to these kids down there. Yeah. All the trafficked kids that no one asked questions about, they're all... They were all going there. They were all being brought there. Not every single one of them, obviously, but a lot of them were being... These kids were disappearing off the streets. They're fucking Jeffrey Epstein's Island, I'm sure, wearing a fucking tutu. That's what was going on, man. And these people are finally going to get named... But, you know, at the end of the day, does it matter? These are the powerful people. These are the elite people. You think they're going to hold themselves accountable? Are you kidding me? No. And I'm not going to believe every single name that comes no. out either. All they're going to do is come out. They're going to say, well, I didn't do anything. You're sure I was on there about a couple times, but, you know, I didn't do a damn thing. You know, I didn't do shit. And, yeah, so I, I'm just, yeah. whatever. And the media is never going to cover this again. They're going to drop the names. It'll be some shit that idiots on fucking Twitter are going to pass back and forth as if they can change the fucking world. That's all it's going to be, and no one's gonna, the, the real people that have power in the world. They're not. You're not going to see it on CNN. You're not going to see it on Fox News. You're not going to hear about it anywhere. They're just going to one day. They're going to drop the names. Some people are going to demand action, and it's going to disappear. Like every time they do something wrong, get caught with their hands in a cookie jar. Nothing happens. D- nothing will ever happen to these people. It's just going to be the way it is, man. So we should stop focusing on shit that we can't control. Focus on the things you can control. So here's the thing I was talking about here at the top of the show, and this is the last thing I got here. Nine injured in New York City after a car plows into civilians and cops during a New Year's Eve celebration. I mean, can we have anything nice? No. At least nine people were injured in New York City overnight after a plow or a car plowed into New Year's Eve, and police officers were evading cops after a dispute with another person. The incident happened on West 34th Street and 9th Avenue near Madison Square Garden, according to the New York City Fire Department. Officials declared the collision in a mass casualty event, and the suspect has been taken into custody. The driver had uh, driven the vehicle on the sidewalk and struck civilians and police officers before coming to a stop. Like, why? I don't know, man. For what? I don't know. God, people are such scumbags, man. Like, what do you get yeah. out of that? Like, that makes you happy to do that? Like, I don't understand. That's pure evil right there. God, let me let me run some people over for fun. Yeah. I, like I just don't understand it. There's absolutely no reason to do this. You know, people are going to be out there. So this is premeditated assault. Yeah, that's a, oh mm. man, that's a scummy thing to do. I mean, like you didn't do this, you know, December fifteenth at three o'clock in the morning. You do this when you know most people are going to be out. The yeah. day and time they're going to be out, the places, and it's just crazy, man. So, police responded to West 33rd Street and 7th Avenue and has observed the dispute between the suspect, identified as a 44-year-old male and another person. Officers attempted to intervene, but the suspect jumped into his black SUV and drove away, smashing into and damaging multiple police vehicles before continuing to drive away. He also hit a food truck and knocked it into a woman who became pinned under the truck. She's in stable condition at the hospital now. <sighs> police apprehended the suspect at 34th Street and 9th Avenue. He was transported to Bellevue Hospital in stable condition. So an officer was hurt in the incident was transported to NYU Langone with non-life-threatening injuries. All in all, nine people were hurt. That's terrible. Yeah, fucking New York City, man. That is terrible. It's New York City for you. I'm telling you, man, these fucking Democrat-run cities are shitholes. Yeah. 
pure fucking shitholes, man. But that's the way it is. You know, you can't have anything nice. The way people fucking are nowadays, right? All right. Well, if you're all out of topic, so am I. And I can't believe it. We just want to get this one out as a nice quick one here for the for the new year to give people something to listen to. And I know um, it's been a hell of a freaking time, but I think 2024 is going to be good overall. Do you think so? We shall see. <laughs> we shall see, man. I, I hope it's good. I'm just trying to put positive vibes out there because I really don't think it's going to be good, man. But if I keep thinking negative, then negative shit will probably happen eventually. Well, today is day me. one. Oh, man. <laughs> so oh. We'll see, man. I'm telling you, as the days progress, it's just going to get wilder and fucking wilder as we get closer to November. And it's it's just going to be a hell of a year, man. So buckle up and get ready, people. Cause you know what? It's January, it's gonna be, though. It's, gonna be nuts. It's, it's almost time for the weather to start getting warm here. I'm, it is. I'm, I'm fucking ready for Dude, when does it start getting warm here again? I, I, for every year I ask you as if I haven't been here at the same time. End of February, year. like we start getting like really warm. Oh, thank God. So just just get me, get me to spring. I'm ready for spring. Yeah. I feel like this has been the longest winter ever and it's only January 1st. Well, we have a busy year ahead of us and, and, I, and I dropped my uh, New Year's resolutions the last episode and so far so good. I haven't gotten the workout in today yet, but I will as soon as we're done with this show. I'm gonna get on there and fucking do some do some running. Because, like I said, man, this is gonna be a good year, and, and I want to make it a good personal year for health. Because you can't control things around you, like I kind of alluded to earlier. You're, people are gonna be going online and bitching and fighting with each other over things, and it's just putting a lot of negative energy out there in the world. And kind of reminds me of Ghostbusters, too, mm. when they had the pink slime. And if you were negative, the negative shit would happen. That would turn the pink slime negative. But if you were happy, good things would happen. And Jackie Wilson music would play. And then Statue of Liberty would fucking dance around and shit, you know? <clears throat> That's kind of what we're doing now. I think the internet is nothing but pink slime. The more bad shit you're putting in there, you're turning something that could be good into something evil and negative, you know? And I think we just focus on yourself this year and do all that good stuff. Don't be an asshole. There you go. I know this is your favorite you're so segment. so damn positive all the time. It makes me sick. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> this is 2024. You got to do it. I mean, I'm still going to be me. I'm still going to be a negative person. But uh. it's just, I mean... Seriously, what what is the purpose of arguing about shit you cannot change? That doesn't matter. Well, we have to get ready for the next holiday, too. What is, uh, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. That's right. Valentine's Day. I can't <laughs> wait for that fucking one. I mean, it's already in the stores as you speak. It's been in the stores for a month. You've got fucking Valentine's Day candy already. Jeez. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's get on into it here. So uh, this person wants to know, am I the asshole for thinking my friend, who was usually the designated driver, would be the designated driver? What if your friend wants a drink? Sounds you have like, to ask them. You yeah. can't just assume. Like, what if they actually, for once, want to have a good time? Mm-hmm. I don't, like, I. it must be nice to, to have someone that's dependable, but you can't just assume every fucking time. That Sounds that's, like, yeah. Sounds like you're rude. assuming. Yeah. I don't know, man. This ain't good. I don't like it. Yeah, I already don't like this shit because, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I guess, like, I, I can't speak from an experience point anymore because I don't drink anymore. So I, I don't know how I feel because I don't ever plan on going back. It's not something I'm ever going to do. Never drink outside the house yeah. either. Yeah, yeah. This is a tough one. I guess I can see how it would be annoying if, like, if you are a drinker but you just don't like drinking out. But one night, you know, you guys are at a game. You're like, man, I want to have a beer. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Okay. I can you see know, that. Like, that, that makes sense. All right, so what happened last night is rocking my friendship group, so I need to know if I'm in the wrong for this. My friend group consists of three girls. Myself, 22, Liz, 23, and Leah, 22. They're all fake names. Oh, they're all in early, early 20s, too. Yeah. So, yeah, they'd be partying. Yeah, little sluts. 
We've been really close since freshman year of college, and we've always had the same dynamic when we go out. You know what? This is the appropriate age that people should have been on One Tree Hill, man. They're out drinking and partying. These kids are fucking 16 or 17 years old in this show, and they live full adult lives. They've got (laughs) careers. They've had and lost children. They've fucking done everything you should do. They've gotten married. Yeah. Full-blown career. This bitch became a pop star, and four episodes later, she wasn't a pop star. I'm telling you, they do too much. Listen, but, he, but he loves to show people. I, I bash everything I love. So anyway, uh, we've always had the same dynamic when we go out. Liz and I get hammered, and Leah's a designated driver because she doesn't drink or do drugs. It's literally been the same way since we were 18. Leah's birthday was recently, and we were all really busy and wanting to, to do anything special. Last minute, all three of us got invited to a kickback. Leah's boyfriend's friend was hosting, and it all worked out that we could all go. What the hell's a kickback? I don't know. My friend told us that all to be there by 6 o'clock, but Liz and I wanted to go around 8 because we didn't want to go to a party early. These oh bitches, man. Dude, I would love yeah, them. Yeah, they're, they're those they're type of people. as shit. I would love them. Oh, my God. They probably all wear pink on, on, pink on Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I love God. them. I love these girls. I should have realized what was... I would like for them to have a TV show and I would watch it. And I would review it on the show. I should have realized what was going on because Leah's boyfriend kept texting her to drive her over earlier and that he would pay for an Uber to come and get Liz and I later. I told Leah to just wait for us to get ready. Leah drove when we arrived around 9 because we wanted to pick up some alcohol. I was so surprised and kind of embarrassed to find out that the kickback was a surprise party for Leah organized by her boyfriend. I felt kind of bad because apparently the boyfriend was trying to get in contact with us to tell us about the party, but Liz and I had blocked his number prior to the whole thing because he dropped us as friends earlier this year. Oh, they are so catty. I love them. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to know about See, now I just want to know everything. I want to know what he did. <laughs> the party was really nice. See, I, like, I always have a mental picture in my head when I'm reading it, and I'm picturing the girls from Pretty Little Liars, like all, all of them, like all the cast members in this. The party was really nice. We kind of just uh, left Leah with her boyfriend because he doesn't like us very much. I feel like he should have tried harder to contact us so we could at least give her there on time and bought a present like everyone else. How? You blocked him. Who was he supposed to... It's only the three of you. And he's not going to tell his girlfriend, hey, I made a surprise birthday party for you, so, you know, get your friends to get you over here quicker. Mm -hmm. How is he supposed to gain contact with you? A helicopter? Smoke signal. (laughs) Email. If anyone does that anymore. Oh, my God. So it's around 11 p.m. when Liz and I want to go because it's getting boring and like usual, we were pretty wasted, so we go find Leah. She's all over her man, but we say excuse us and tell her we want to leave. Oh my God, at her birthday party. Yeah. That she showed up late to because you couldn't... Oh, I don't like these bitches. She says, I'll see you guys later. Thanks for coming. Like, did you not bring us here? I tell her she's literally our designated driver and she could just drive us home and come back. She starts apologizing and starts saying she'll do it, but her boyfriend, like, gets mad at us. He tells us to order an Uber, but we really don't trust Ubers when we get drunk. I did feel really bad because it was her birthday, but, like, we were 30 minutes from my place, though. Well, oh, like, I love them. you're so wrong. I love it. I love it. They are so in the wrong. It's yeah. like there's no coming back from it. They probably talk so much shit about her. Oh, my God. <laughs> Terrible. Her boyfriend ends up driving us back and cussing us out the whole drive, and he got really hurtful, saying we were bad friends and taking advantage of Leah. Yeah. Longest 30 minutes of my damn life. We thank him, and he ignores us. Anyway, Liz and I end up going out again later that night to a local bar with this guy Liz is saying, These bitches, man. Oh, my God. (laughs) And she posts an Instagram story of us there like an idiot. 
Oh my god. Dude, this is... <laughs> this is a TV show. The greatest <laughs> episode of all time of One Tree Hill. This is exactly what we watch, man. This is amazing. I love this story. I just want to frame this one in my mind here. Something I will replay in my head over and over again. This is a good one. Leah's not replying to either one of us, but we're literally mad at her because she didn't hold up her role when we got out. Her role. Oh, wow, dude. That is her fucking role. She should have known So she's her basically role. like the loser friend that they tag along, but really yeah. not friends with. They she's just the only one her. that's got a man. <laughs> oh, I know she doesn't. The other one had a guy. Well, well he's, they're kind of seeing him. Yeah. This dude, is I crazy. I, I don't know. These girls can't be assholes in my no, book. I fucking they love are, them. man. They're so catty. I love them. <laughs> they're so they're probably all best friends right now, and then and then they're gonna go home and post shit about each other. Oh my god! This is a good story, man. This is this yeah. is one of my favorite ones. Great Definitely. way to start the new year. Yeah, this this is a good one, and they are assholes. Do you think so? Come on, come on, man! They they screwed up like five times during this one night, like complete assholes. I think they're assholes for uh, not adjusting to the situation, being understanding, but the person who takes you there. Should also be the one who takes you back responsibly, especially if they're good friends and they've been doing this but for years. But you, once you get there, I don't know. and you find out that it was a surprise birthday party for yeah. your friend that drove you there, it's time yeah. for you to like take a fucking Uber. Yeah. You're together. I get it. You're fine. Jesus. See, like I'm not even trying to play devil's advocate just because I like these girls. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it from like a, a me, what I would do's perspective. I can put myself in her shoes and be like, all right, I this is why I drive myself everywhere. Or they could sit there and wait until she's done. They could. This is her party. They could. But there's two ways of thinking. Like, you could either make your own arrangements knowing that you're going to be leaving that party. Or you just fucking, like, let the person know. Like, hey, listen, this is my party. I'm not going to be able... I, I can take you there, but I'm not going to take you home. It's, it's something has not, to be established beforehand. Not only that, they got drunk at her party. Yeah. Then left and went to a bar and got drunk. And mm-hmm. drank even more and posted shit online. So you... You got bored and they, left it's your not friend's like they, party. Yes. So who's the bad friend here? It's not like they went home yeah. to sleep it off. No, they went out to party some more. Your friend's surprise party got boring to you. These girls are some bitches. Yes, they, they, they are. They, they yeah. are. But, I mean, I, I do understand the one thing I think is wrong is that they were left behind. Because that, that friend, I, I mean, they're not your taxi driver. They don't, you know, take you home on demand. Exactly. They're so not your parents going to wait in the car while you go in there and party. You know, that, that's not the way it is. I mean, they, they are taking advantage of her, definitely. You either wait for her to be done with whatever she's yeah. doing and having her night, or you take a freaking Uber. That's it. Assholes. But, but, like, also, with me, whenever I've, you know, on the rare occasion I've had to take people somewhere at my old job, like, you have to take someone somewhere or drive to an event, and I'd be the driver or something, you, you have to, like, you can't just leave them. Or you, or you can't just say, well, I'm sticking around. You find another way home either. Like, you are responsible for them. At least that's the way that I take it. Well, if yeah, you take someone somewhere, you're, you're responsible for them until, until yeah. you get them where you're dropping them off at. But, yeah. But that's just me. Like, like that's me wanting to say they're not assholes. Because of that one thing is why I want to say they're not assholes. Yeah, but, no. they are, but they are assholes. They are. They are. They are, and they need a TV show. They do. I would watch the <laughs> hell out of it, man. Girls, pitch your story to fucking CW, because I'm sure they would pick you up. <laughs> All right. I would watch it. Oh, God. My last day vacation. It's bittersweet. I'm very upset about it. But it is 2024, and I don't think we're going to need TV this year. I think it's just uh, go on the internet and read the fucking news articles. It'll be more interesting than the crazy shit that goes down. But. Yeah. What do you got planned for the next couple of days? Uh, hopefully watching this second part of the documentary. I don't even know what to fucking call it. I don't know if it's going to be multiple episodes or one. So. Mm-hmm. 
hopefully watching that, and then One Tree Hill, I guess. Mm. I have no idea. I can't think of anything. Oh, and Rewind the 90s. I'll probably watch a little bit more of that. That's got 10 freaking episodes. Like, It's got a lot of episodes, so we'll see. Yeah, I got... maybe, maybe I'll dabble in the 80s. The 80s won't be good. I don't think it's like really the same thing though. I I saw like maybe like like some political stuff and crap in there. I, I don't yeah. know. Jesus. I think it's a little bit different. Mm. Well, we'll check it out, man. Um, what the hell am I gonna be doing? I'm gonna be watching One Tree Hill, and I don't know. I'm trying to fit other things in there too, because I, I like to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Here and there, you know. One Tree was really good. I, I could binge watch that one all day and not ever get tired of it. But it is good to break it up sometimes. So I mean, that's probably what I'll be doing. And going back to work tomorrow, I'm fucking dreading it, but. Someone's got to pay the fucking bills, man. Tell me where you can find us. <laughs> you can find us at Voice Misery on all platforms and voicemiserypodcast at gmail.com.